Hi, this is Serge Corgin coming to you live from ACC 2017. I'm joined today by Dr. Um, Gottberg, who's here to talk to us a little bit about Eye for a Sweetheart. Um, hello, Dr. Gottberg. It's a, a pleasure to have you today. Thank you for joining us. Um, can you tell us a little bit, give us a little bit of a, of a background about Eye for Sweetheart and why you decided to do this trial? Well, so I. IFR is a new and very interesting uh, index to measure coronary lesion severity. And we have the background with the FFR trials showing that FFR is better in, in terms of clinical outcome than angiography. And uh, about in 2013, we saw the advent of the, this new, very promising index called IFR, which is a resting index, which means that we have the ability to uh, do a measurement without giving adenosine, which means we're abolishing the discomfort from the procedure. So uh, we were very early to pick on the IFR uh, concept and tried it out in a cath lab, and it was something that really raised the adoption of the use of physiology among my physicians at the cath lab. And we have the experience within the SCAR uh, steering committee to do register-based randomized clinical trials. So we saw this as a very good opportunity to test this new and very promising new method. Yeah, so um, speaking of that, your, your trial was um, um, had a special type of design. You, you guys used the registry to randomize people, which um, would help with follow-up, of course. Tell us a little more about the study design. Okay, thank you. So it's a register-based randomized clinical trial, an RRCT. And we laid the foundation of this trial design with the TASTE trial back in 2013, where we randomized patients all over Scandinavia in a one-to-one -one fashion between thrombectomy and no thrombectomy. And we had 7,244 patients, and we managed to follow up every single patient in, in that trial. And so we wanted to replicate this and one of the criticisms of using RCT is that we didn't have control of the variables, so we added what we call event education. In other words, we used our registry where we were able to track every single patient in Scandinavia through our unique, unique personal identifiers. We used the registry for online randomization and follow-up, and when we tracked the events, we could also do an uh, event adjudication to make sure that the events we tracked were correct. So it's really a, a very simple way of do, conducting a trial design. And since every single operator uses the SCAR registry to punch in the variables for every single patient to do an angiography or PCI, that means they're very familiar with this uh, type of web-based form. So just adding uh, a randomization module doesn't mean much extra work. So this is something that really hiked the uh, enrollment numbers in the trial. The other thing is that we don't have to build a separate ECRF. We already have the framework for this. So this is really something that costs the costs for trials. So it's, I would say it's a low-cost trial, but it has a very good data quality. So those are some of the unique features of having a register-based randomized clinical trial. Okay. And what were the arms? So um, in patients who had a clinical indication for physiology, in other words, the patient could uh, come to the cath lab if they had suspected angina pectoris, stable or unstable or non-STEMI, and if the physician deemed that there was an indication for physiology, which usually means a 30 to 80 percent stenosis grade, uh, they could be randomized in the trial. So they were randomized in a one-to-one -one fashion between IFR and FFR, 
and and based on on the cutoff points, point eighty nine for IFR, point eighty for FFR, the patients will either schedule to undergo revascularization or deferred from revascularization. Okay, and um, what was the primary endpoint? So the primary endpoint was a composite of all-cause death, non-fatal myocardial infarction, and unplanned revascularization. An unplanned revascularization is defined as a revascularization that was not planned at the index event. In other words, if you performed or didn't perform revascularization at the index and all of a sudden the patient had a new stable or unstable angina event or a non-STEMI and they were subject to revascularization, that counted as an event. And what did you find? Well, we find that uh, IFR was non-inferior to FFR in terms of the 12-month outcome. We had 6.1% of entry rate in the FFR arm and 6.7% of entry rate in the IFR arm. And we had a non-inferiority test to ascertain that we reached non-inferiority, and we did. And there were also some secondary endpoints which were really interesting. One of them was that there were some classification differences between IFR and FFR. We seem to have more functional significant lesions in the FFR arm, but this is nothing that actually affected the event rate. We did a separate analysis on the deferred patients, in other words, those patients who didn't have any significant lesions, and they had the same rates of unplanned revascularizations as in the FFR arm. And furthermore, we also see, saw a dramatic decrease in the amount of uh, symptoms from the procedure. So if you if you give a patient adenosine, either IV or IC adenosine, they have some level of discomfort from that. So in this trial, we detected 68.3% of the patients who had discomfort from the FFR, uh, whereas in the IFR, um, there were only 3% who had any type of discomfort. And this is from all of the procedures. So IFR is obviously resting index, so it doesn't give any discomfort from itself, so it's just revascularizations that cause some grade of discomfort. All right. And do you believe this is going to change practice? Oh, I do. I think it will. I mean, if two things are alike, like IFR and FFR in this case, we, we just demonstrated that IFR is non-inferior to FFR. And if you have the option of not having to give a drug to the, uh, the patient, of course IFR wins in the long run. If I wouldn't be the patient and as you have two equal therapies or two equal strategies and one doesn't... Uh, acquire me to have any discomfort, then of course I would want to choose the new one. Thank you, Thank you for joining us, Dr. Gottberg, and um, congratulations on the trial. And thanks everybody for watching. Uh, we're coming to you live from ACC 2017.